birthday to you. Season 4, episode 12, it is the best Scott B. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, but nobody cares about that. What we do care about is Walsall reporter extraordinaire, 25th birthday, coming into the office after a Northampton night away at 9.27am to record the most important podcast of probably his his journalistic career, Mr. Mr. Birthday Boy himself, Joe Happy birthday, Pa. Happy birthday. 25 today. How does it feel? It feels... I actually feel quite nice, actually. Yeah, Um, I feel good. You've got that tingly feeling. Tingly feeling. Nice nice birthday. Woke up to a a birthday card from Jensen. Oh, Um, nice. Well, you can say something else there, but card card, card works. Card works. Uh, Birthday card from Jensen with a selection of photos of me and Jensen, even one with me, Jensen, and the cat. How old is Jensen now? He's a four and a half month, so he's old enough to be going to the shop and buying a card. Good to so. say, talented boy, mate, scribing in that in that card, magnificent effort. Yeah, I mean, he, he's spelling and his grammar, he's, he's spot on, so... Was there a handprint in there, mate, or some kind of, you know? <laughs> no, he was, um, I think in fairness, he was one of them, either moon pig jobs, you know, or it's all, oh, like- all the, you know, the typed... You know, typed. Moonpig saved me on a on a, on a on a night before, mate. You know, you need something <laughs> the next day, and you're like, oh no, I've missed the post. But yeah, Moon Moonpig to the rescue. Oh, the cat makes an appearance, mate. You love it. I mean, you've got to. Yeah. Are you, see, are you one of these people who sign cards with with your pet at the end? I, I always do. I don't think people ha- people annoyed get annoyed about that. I don't know why. I haven't. I don't do it to everybody, mm. but you know, if it's like anniversary card or valentine's or self's birthday mm, mm. then i will sign it with a cat as well yeah i gotta sign it with a cat mate so what's I, I, uh yeah i won't oh, necessarily do it for my brothers no but, no but, you know time and a place but yeah there's you know i think i think that's an acceptable thing to do i agree mate i agree um, what's uh what's on the birthday present list today you got anything any special plans or or have you got any any things to unwrap when you get back home I have. I, I, the only thing that I opened was that card, so mm-hmm. I kind of left every everything else. Oh, for, so you've got for, a pile of you? Have you got a little? Uh... Uh, not, not, uh, you know, an extensive, massive pile. But there's a there's a fair few cards. Isn't that nice? Um, I, I I told the missy to get me a pair of trainers. Mm. Um, I didn't tell her what trainers to get me. Okay. So that's a, that's going to be. I know what it is, but I don't know. Exactly what they are. So you got some nice Reebok pumps, mate, to open Reebok up when you get pumps, back. or yeah, <coughs> some kind of uh, Crocs mate, or something like that. You know. Well, you yeah. say that, mate. Reebok pumps and Crocs—they're they're back in at the yeah, moment. They the, are. The cool they're... kids are wearing them, mate. That, well, that, I mean, if well, that's the thing. I can't really call my call myself a cool kid now, can I? No, mate. You're an adult now. I'm, mate. I'm twenty-five. A, I'm, I'm mid mid twenties now. You are you are a fully grown werewolf, mate. Now a fully you are, grown you are, werewolf. You are. Yeah. I mean, at twenty five, you can start getting away with with you looking because, as as everybody knows, you know, you you look probably about thirty eight um, yeah. due to I mean, due to I look, incredibly facial hair that you've got. I look 
as old as you, if not older than you. It's unbelievable, mate. So astonishing <laughs> scenes. I tell you what, one day you're going to walk into the office, not that I'm in the office anymore, and you're going to be clean shaven. Everybody's going to be stunned, stunned. Well, and and the missus would be the the missus has never seen me clean, clean shaven. Really? Sure, oh, mate. She's gone. She's left you, mate. She's she, honestly, a different person. She, she she has said you cannot do it. Oh, would you do it though one day just for a laugh? Completely. I don't mean. I don't mean beard trim. I mean complete. Go to the barbers. Get like, the whole the whole yeah. knife across. I want. I want close, close, close shave. I, I genuinely think she'd be like scared. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen wouldn't know who's there, would it? No, 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 no. I think. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't dare do it. I don't think. Just, just out of fear of the consequences. <laughs> I want to hear me calling me. I'm like, mate, we're not doing a podcast. I know, but I'm outside your house. I need chance of a room. I've been kicked out here. Oh, dear. But yeah, mate, I got, can't knock the commitment, mate. Um, I mean, I'm sure you got back in probably this morning, I would have thought, from from yeah. the old Northampton town. But, half uh, 12, yeah. Half, half 12. 12. I mean, the commitment's magnificent. Um, and uh, look, at least it was fully worthwhile, mate. I mean, I was just looking back. I actually thought that we'd um, we'd done a game under Flynn since we last spoke, but we haven't. So, no. so uh, incredible, really. I mean, well, first of all, it's a, it's a hell of a lot bloody better. Seven points from the last four games. But, I mean, talk about Warsaw in a nutshell. <laughs> win against Forest Green. Absolute smash to pieces at Swindon. Yeah. Uh, win against Hartlepool. And then, and then a decent result after a shocking start last night. I mean, what, what do you... Uh, what do you make of the four games? I mean... It, the signs, the signs are already encouraging, aren't they? Okay, bar that Swindon game. It's, from from your point of view, from what you've seen, is it beginning to look like they've turned a negative in, into a massive positive? I, I, they look better. They look more convincing. Um, go, a lot more convincing going forward. I think that's probably one of the big takeaways. Mm. Um, Connor Wilkinson is scoring goals now. George Miller is scoring goals now. You know the the strikers are actually coming up with with consistent numbers. I think Wilkinson's up to seven, and yeah. Miller's on eleven. You know those are the kind of returns that you you know while they they have kind of underperformed for for a good while, they're starting to kind of get back on it now. And is that the manager Joe, or is that I mean is Matt Taylor looking look, looking on going oh cheers boys? Well now you start bloody playing and now you start scoring goals, or is it is it well no? They're scoring goals and they're playing because they've got a different manager who's doing different things on the training ground and is getting the best of them. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think the the last few games under Taylor, I think a few could you know look at themselves and did they quite give it everything? You know, mm-hmm. um, they hadn't quite down down tools yet, had they? But they weren't. They yeah, were, they were but, hiding, weren't they? There was a shadow. Yeah, a few, shadow yeah if you had gone hiding. Um, but I mean now, you know that Wilkinson, a couple of goals in the last couple of games, and both really nice strikes. And you know, obviously you've seen him a few times as well. He's got really good feet. Yeah. You know, he, he has got he has got talent. He has, and he's starting to produce a bit more consistently. Miller's operating with more confidence again now, and looks looks more of a danger. They just seem to have a bit more character about them on the whole, really. Um, yes, Swindon was shocking. Mm. Um, they, they were all over the shop, and they do have this soft underbelly still. They still, yeah. have, they still have this 
tendency to make silly errors, um, as they did for the Northampton goal last night. Uh, Carl Rushworth kicks it straight out to Mitch Pinnock. Um, and Ewing tries to just cynically pull him down, but Pinnock kind of wrestles him off and yeah. makes the finish. And it's almost lucky in a, in, a, in a way, because had Ewing took him down, he could have gone, gone, gone once. He, he, he may well have gone. The might, you could have argued there might have been somebody on the cover, but... He would have been risking it. He didn't even get a yellow in the end. Um, but um, it, there was that error, and then they made a couple more in that first half last night. They were really off the pace. Right. Um, there was one where Tyree Shade, it's almost kind of going out for a corner, and he can either just try and either let it go for the corner or yeah. try and get his foot on it and clear it for a throw. Instead, he gets his foot on it, tries to take on his man, and then clears it about 10 yards straight to the winger, who then puts a cross in, and then the striker just gets a clip on it, and it just hits the side netting. I mean, that it's just little things like that where, you know, Northampton were good in the first half, but all the openings they had were from Walsall's mistakes. Yeah. Um, and once Flynn had got into him at half-time, and he, you know, he said afterwards he did get into him, but he was, he was quite keen to say, well... Even if I get into them, they're still going to find it within themselves to to come up with the goods. And they were much better in the second half, loads, loads better. And you know they they could even argue that they should have won it. Uh, Wilkinson, after scoring a fantastic goal, then uh, put one on the side net in himself, and then Miller uh, missed a header when he should have hit the target. Um, a draw was a fair result in the end, um, I'd say, given the balance of play and the chances that both teams had. You know, good points at second place Northampton, and that you know Swindon, yeah, they were they were they were cast aside by them, and they, you know they were beaten soundly. Um, but the you know second place Northampton, they, you know yeah. they, they didn't look any great shakes. Again, I think it speaks volumes to this league. Yeah, isn't brilliant. Um, but you know if if Walsall can just try and get a bit of momentum behind them. Finish the season well. There's been some good performers under Flynn. Emmanuel Osadebe, uh, right. Oh, wing. mate, we always thought he was a natural right wing back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's where, unbelievable. When the teams came out on Saturday, uh, uh, <laughs> you got some act to it, yeah. Yeah, it, they mentioned it. Um, Osadebe at right wing back. I went, you are. Yeah, well, I, just, <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought they were having me on. Um, <laughs> yeah. I put the first. But honestly, he looks like a wing-back. That's bizarre. He, I, can't, he, I can't wait to see it. I, I, can't, I just can't imagine it. He looks really good. I mean, I mean, I think there's been times when... because he's been given a role where he's got to concentrate and almost think Maybe. about things? Like, I feel like, you know, sometimes when he's in the yeah. 10 or he's given a free role, then, you know, he just, he's all over the shop and he's unpredictable, but sometimes great and sometimes terrible. I feel like right wing-back, you've almost got a role there where yeah. he's got to think about things. And, and, and like you say, he has played... There before a lot earlier in his career, and um, and fair play to 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 identify that and get him playing and get him get him you know playing well in that position. Well, they've done it with him on right wing back and then Shade at left wing back, and both of them are playing really well. <laughs> I mean, they'll be queuing up to play wing back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> it's always been an it's been an issue, yeah. hasn't it? You know what I mean? It's yeah. been an issue to try and find someone who can really do that. So I mean, if the if the if they've you know stumbled upon that, well, not stumbled upon. It's obviously a plan there, and, and fair play. The, no, the, I mean Osadibi. I think I didn't. I don't do play ratings for midweek games, but if 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 I did, he might well have been Walsall's man of the match last night. Wow. Um, he was 
especially in the second half, he was involved in everything. And I mean, the, the link up for the goal saw him played inside to Miller. Miller laid off to Wilkinson, who then put it into the net. And those three are combining consistently now for goals. Um, yeah. Which is good, you know, there's, there's, there's actual kind of partnerships and relationships forming. Miller and Wilkinson as a strike pairing now are looking cohesive and that they, you know, they kind of link up well. So, um, yeah, they've still got these silly mistakes in them. And I wouldn't be surprised if, maybe not at the levels of a Swindon, but if they get another, you know, kind of decent defeat you know one or yeah. two of them before the end of the season that wouldn't surprise me you know if they kind of concede a couple of daft goals and that just kind of kills them but I, I but think what bit... would you take you take that I mean, look, yeah. I mean people we talked about I think in the past that you know under Matt Taylor never got stuffed by anyone did they and then, nah. and then look and then we get flitted yeah. and uh, yeah. they, they have a great win and then they get absolutely stuffed but to be honest if if the spectacle is better, if the product on the pitch is better, if they're playing and taking a few more chances, and I might be speaking out, out of turn here, but I don't think the fans will mind if they get thumped once, once or twice a season. If, if you know, if if the actual product is a lot better and they're performing better on a you know on a, on a generally consistent basis. Yeah, I think the the thing that Matt Taylor often said was that they've got to take more risks. They've got to be more kind of progressive, take more risks, be, you know, take on a man, you know, this kind of thing. If anything, they're playing better now by being more regimented. And, you know, I, I, they, they are, they're not setting up just to kind of get draws or anything like that. But they, they've got a system and they yeah. stick to it. And, you know, they, I don't think, I mean, that midfield, especially when it's, um, Labadee, Earring and Kintella. It's not the most kind of attack-minded midfield. No, no. Um, it's not a, t- a midfield that's necessarily going to get the bo- get on the ball and dominate a game possession-wise. Yeah. Um, but there, it's it's you know it's it's a functional. You know what I mean? It's functional. Mm-hmm. It's effective. Players know their jobs. Another one that's looked, you know, a lot better under Flynn is Hayden White, uh, who's now playing as a right-sided centre half centre if you like half, yeah. on, on that yeah. back three and if anything I think that might suit him uh, hello Baloo and wishing you happy birthday mate oh, th- thanks guys the key one key one to say closing the door go on go on outside outside go and have a tinkle that's it there you go outside outside that was study um, yeah I think Hayden White He's looking like a, a right-sided centre back. I think yeah. you know. I, I think that suits him suits him more more so. And then you know, Shade Osadibi, they're all suiting these roles. So it's um, no, it, it, it's good. It, it's good. It, it's not. It's you know, it, it's not rocket science. But you know, it, it, it's effective. And Flynn is obviously demanding levels from them, and he's he's not going to take any and. and know any any slack he, you know he's, he's he's one of these guys he seems very determined very kind of ruthless in that sense yeah. but um whatever he's saying to them i think i think they're responding and uh, and of course Wayne hats was there now as well we talked about maybe him getting his number two they got the number two win which is uh, touchline wise um yeah you know we saw in the past and we saw we saw really taylor kind of like i mean he was obviously there but and you know 
shy instructions, but I would say he's more he was more passive than forceful. What what's the um what's the demeanour of both both Hatswell and, and Flynn like? Flynn kind of just says it as it is, and if he there was one um at Forest Green where Osadebi took on his man, had a chance to shoot with his left foot, but then tried to cut it back and there was no one there. And he let him know what he thought, you know, effing shoot, Paddy, effing, you know, <laughs> you know, just kind of like proper, so everybody could hear it. And there's, right, been a, okay. there's, been, there's been a few more examples of that. You know, if he if he thinks they're slacking or whatever, yeah. you know, he'll let him know. Yeah. Um, Hatswell, perhaps a touch more reserved, but he's he's kind of they're both up, you know, all game. He's not. Oh, he, okay. He's not. He's not kind of. You know, we saw Neil McDonald, and he didn't really do a. He was Did very we? Much kind of... Did we see him? I never saw him. Never <laughs> bloody got off his bloody oh, ass. Oh, come on. Oh, sorry, I was being a bit harsh, but uh, I mean, I never saw him. No, no, I saw no. him at the press conference. I never saw him after that. I know. Yeah, he was very reserved. Um, <laughs> kind of sat in his seat and There's stuff. An indentation like that. on that bench still from that seat. <laughs> I don't know why I, still, I do. I do like it when you've got there and you've got a number two yeah. and they're on the touchline and they're, they're constantly in cahoots and you know. I, I, no, I mean, it probably makes no difference whatsoever. But I'd rather them both be up and them both be, you know, um, kind of like active. I mean, I, look, so it, it makes some people like to to sit back. I would just think that if you're going to observe a game like McDonald did, did, then I would sit in the bloody director's box and look at an overall shape rather than being on that touchline if you're not going to be, you know, contributing from a vocal point of view, at least until half-time anyway. Yeah, they're striking more as a more of a proper duo. Mm. You know, maybe it's even less... I don't know what the dynamic's like in the dressing room, but it, it's very much, you know, it doesn't seem you don't... You know, you get one and the other... You know, there are... You know, they're a two for one kind of deal, really. Yeah. You know, they're 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 kind of next to each other throughout throughout the ninety minutes and kind of always chatting, always kind of discussing, you know, what what they think is best. I mean, the Osadibi playing at wing back that was Hatswell's idea. Um, you know, Hatswell was at Gillingham mm-hmm. when Osadibi was there and, and saw him play in that position. Um, you know, I don't think anybody else was really thinking about doing that. Um, but it was on recommendation of Wayne and saying, you know, look, we've had him, we had him here a few games at Gilligan. He did pretty yeah. well. Let, let's try it out, kind of thing. And um, Flint said, all right, well, I trust you, and we'll go for it. And it's paid off. So I think those little nuggets of information are exactly why Wayne's been brought in. Mm. Like like Michael, he has plenty uh, of years of experience at the level. Um, you know, he, he knows kind of. You know the intricacies of this league, and you know even the league above as well. So um, no, it's a, it's a good partnership. Good partnership. We haven't had a chance to catch up with Wayne yet, and whether he whether he will do a lot of press or anything, I'm not I'm not so sure. But um, you know, as I say, I think the days of an assistant doing much press and that are kind of almost kind of fading into the background a little bit. But um, now it seems Flynn's very happy to have him here, and you know that Osadibi kind of suggestion is just one of the. Uh, you know, the ideas that he's come with that hopefully benefit Warsaw. 16th in the table now, Joe. Uh, 34, played 34, 39 points uh, from the drop. They are eight points away off the drop, although Oldham have got a couple of games in hand. Uh, they're, they're safe, aren't they now? Yeah, I wouldn't say. They're not in a relegation I, battle, are they? I or are they still? I, I don't, I, you know, I'm wearing not to say categorically that they're safe, but I, I, I mean, there is a lot more teams in the mix now and yeah. they have separated themselves kind of from the pack 
you know, a little bit. Seven to uh, six between them and them and the relegation places, yeah. Barrow, yeah. Stevenage, Colchester, Carlisle, Lakeside, yeah. and Rochdale. I, I think there's eight points as well. So, yeah, mm. it, they're, they're, they are looking a lot better. I mean, a win at Barrow on Saturday um, would kind of put Barrow in the relegation zone, depending on results. So, yeah. it, it, you know, it, it is a big old game and Barrow will be thinking, well, if we get a win, that's another team kind of sucked back into it. Sure, sure. So it is. It is quite a big game on Saturday. It's not. It's not must win. Where's um, Barrow? Pardon my ignorance. Where is Barrow? I think it's up kind of. It's Barrow is it in my Ferguson. way? Is it? It's, is it up, my it's up way? north. It's up north. It's towards. It's towards. I, like, I think it's like Cumbria, isn't it? It's like. Is up, it? It's 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 far. It, oh, mate, it is as well. Oh my. It, is it is it Cumbria? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's miles away. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. Good three, three and a half hours. Um, oh mate! So, wow. um, so yeah, it's a it's a fairly big game. That is, as I say, not must win from a Warsaw point of view, but I think if they could win, um, you know, it's it certainly, you know, it kind of it's another big step towards towards safety. A loss would obviously be a blow, but um, yeah, I think they they take good confidence going into it. Two unbeaten, obviously. Seven points for a possible twelve under Flynn, so they've got to be a bit of momentum behind them now. Oh mate, I'm, t- I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the directions now. I mean, it's it's a 326 mile round trip for you on Saturday, which I'm sure you'll be delighted about. Oh. But uh, but I tell you what, you do. You go into you go into the Lake District, mate. You you, you almost go past Kendall from Ken- the old Kendall Mint Cake. But um, I tell you what, I mean, not that you're probably going to do this because you'd have to set off early anyway. I'd get there super early because you're right on the coast. It's right on the west coast mm. of the Lake District. I bet it's beautiful. I mean, you're right on the water. A little cheeky fish and chip, uh, fish and chip lunch, mate, before you get to the ground, looking out onto the, be- the, the beauty that is the um, the Irish Sea. Oh, mate, it'd be, it'd be quite nice actually. I'm quite jealous. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm a good forty minute you're, drive. You're to not. Pal- you're just you're just blowing I've got me at home, but it's you're, you're, you're not jealous. <laughs> Stitch uh, wants to come, mate. Stitch wants uh, to come. Uh, and, uh, and I think it's like almost like an arse end and our kind of place to try and get to. I don't think there's like a great motorway. I think there's a motorway for about two hours of it, and then it's probably an hour, if not an hour and a half, of just a road. So yeah, M six. Yeah. It says is the fastest route here, mate. Mm. It's called Hol- Holker Street. Is the ground not Honking Street? Holker Holker Street. Yeah. Holker Street. The uh, whenever the M six is the fastest route, it's always you always kind of. Mm. Kind of, yeah. Going past mouth. Liverpool, going past mm. Manchester, mate. Just on Blackpool on your left hand side, yeah. When is the M6 ever fast? When is it? When is it, mate? When is it? <laughs> um, but look, I mean, thing, things are definitely. I mean, they've made the right call, haven't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, they've made the right uh, call, yeah. and they're under a lot of pressure. Let's, uh, you know, let's be honest. Pomlets, Pomlets face some some stick for probably the first time. You know, the the hierarchies face some stick. Everyone was like a little bit edgy. You know, there was. Um, some frustrations there from the fans, and and maybe it all um, culminated to a, to a bit of a head quicker than what a lot of people thought, especially at the start of the season when we sat down with Matt Taylor. You know, I don't think anyone saw this so quickly. So, no. so credit to them that they've made the they've made the right call. They've changed it around. Fullerton's, you know, Pomley's still got maximum trust in Fullerton. He's gone back, and and it looks like fingers crossed that they've got the right man at the right time. And to be honest, Joe. Probably very fortunate to get someone like Michael Flynn. Yeah, I, I think he said himself in a, another podcast. He, he did the EFL podcast, I think it was, that he said, 
He wasn't he really on a podcast. He didn't come on ours. Oh, no, oh, no. It, it, that, Does anyone listen to this podcast in the hierarchy, do you reckon? I reckon they have a little listen, don't they? Surely. Maybe. They have a little listen. Yeah, maybe. Highly. <laughs> um, but he did, yeah, he did a he did the EFL podcast and he said, you know, he wasn't really thinking about getting back in in League Two. You know, mm. in an ideal world, he would have been in a League One club. Mm. Um, and he'd interviewed for a job in the SPL. Um, you know, I think there was even talk of kind of linking him with like Cardiff and Barnsley, and I think he might have even thrown his hat in the ring for those. So, like, you know, I think, I think, yeah, he was having left Newport. He was in in his mind initially. I think he was thinking, right, I'm going to go up from here. Um, and Warsaw, you know, table wise, is a downward step. I think, you know. He'd, you could argue it's a, it's, a, it's an upward step in terms of club um, structure and things like that, but I mean, in the you know they're very much in the same division, and Newport looked like they could go up, and Morsel are very much staying in League Two at, at best, really this season. So, um, yeah, it's um, uh, it, it, it was a good appointment, and everything I've seen in the first few weeks speaks to that as well. Um, you know, he, he's he's a sol- you know solid demeanour. Um, you know those Warsaw players needed a bit of a kick up the backside, and uh, I think he's given them the, them that he's given them some more confidence. Um, you know, players are. I mean, Labadee's been better in the last two games as well. Mm. Um, you know, he obviously knows Labadee and you know get a tune out of him. I think Hayden White, as I say, has been better since Flynn's come in. Um, the wing backs, obviously, you know, are really kind of enjoying themselves, and the strikers are scoring again. So. Um, yeah, he has lifted the place, uh, no doubt about it. And um, you do think, given a summer to work with and a proper pre-season, I mean, I asked him last night, actually, um, about Devante Rodney. I said, just, you know, what what, what can Devante do? You know, fans haven't mm. really seen a lot of him yet. And he kind of answered more generally about the whole group, but he just said, well, he needs a good pre-season in him. And, right. uh, and then he went, they all need a good pre-season. And you could just kind of tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. the excitement and the and the smile on his face when he was talking about that, thinking, right, I'm going to work them hard in pre-season. He yeah, gonna, they're going to get know, absolutely blitzed. You don't want to yeah. be, be going to Dubai in the summer, putting on a good six or seven pounds and, and then walking in day one, no, do you? Because you know... Way. You're going to be absolutely running for days. That, you're going to be in cross countries. You're going to have some sort of fitness coach who's way too enthusiastic who's been brought in, who's going to take you around the houses. You're going to walk into a bleep test. You're going to have sprints. You're going to have cameras everywhere. You're going to have fat tests. And you're going to go, oh, no, yeah. this is dreadful. You're going to be, I mean, there's going to, there's going to be some people spewing. Yeah, I... In just just a sense of excitement you got from him saying that, and we're what we're still about 12, 13, 12 games away from preseason, but obviously mm. before the season ends. But oh, you can just tell he's almost kind of uh, you know salivating at the thought. Mm. <laughs> thought but, of it, to be honest. But look, there'll be people who will smash those fitness tests well and do, and do and, and do brilliantly. So that brings me on to Lee Tomlin and um, and uh, a new a new signing. No, look, look, look. I'm I'm look. Middlesbrough fan, as people know, uh, so I know all about Lee Tomlin. And goodness me, from a from a quality point of view, I, Lee Tomlin did a great for Borough in the Championship, uh, Premier League experience as well. So for so for and 
I'm annoyed at myself. I'm annoyed at myself, Joe, because I was going to ask this, and I, I, I didn't know exactly what the rules were, but I was going to ask it when in the last podcast when Flynn said, you know, when, when Flynn came in, would there be any chance of me signing a free agent? But I didn't want to sound stupid because I didn't know whether you could still sign free agents. But I guess you can because because Tomlin's come in, and um, I think will be an excellent addition. Obviously, you know, you've seen you've seen him off the bench so far, but goodness me. He's not been brought in to be to be um, you know sitting in front of the back four and running for days, but that bit of not just quality but top class, top notch quality might be just what Walsall need to give them a kick up the kick up the backside, which we're now on the end of the season. And I guess the question will be whether they can get him and 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 keep him for for next year, which I think would be a great signing. But as we all know, Joe. Uh, and and uh, you know this has happened this season, last season, the season before, when you only sign a short-term contract, and you can understand it from a player that there might be some interest from from League One, um, you know, or someone who can pay more wages, and that's always the the risk that you run. Yeah, I mean, he um, he's came on these last couple of games, fifteen minutes in both, and some of the things he's done are are otherworldly compared mm. compared to League. League Two players, it is, it is a different game that Lee Tomlin's playing. I think it's, <laughs> he's just, mate, it's unbelievable. He's it's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, even at even at Championship level, you've seen some. Yeah. Of, in terms of natural talent, in terms of actual, you know, kind of innate ability, you know, he's a Premier League footballer. Really, his his mind and the touches that he has is of. A Premier League standard. It's just what, for whatever reason, he didn't necessarily play that long at the level. He had, I think, about six months with Bournemouth, and he got a promotion mm. with Cardiff, but didn't didn't ever play in the Premier League for them. But you know, in terms of football intelligence, he's sky high, and he just gets the ball. There's one one bit of kind of with a ball last night where I know it sounds like a cliche, but it was like the ball was glued to his feet. Yeah, you know, I kind of like shimmied yeah. it from left to right, and there was about three players around him, and he just emerged from that and just kind of sauntered off. See you later. And it was he did another one on Saturday where kind of he let he let the run ball through his legs and then back heeled it, but then nobody had made the run. And I think that's what uh, Flynn said afterwards uh, on Saturday, and I think that's going to be the case that he's <laughs> he's going to probably be doing these things and some the other players might not be reading it or might not be on that same wavelength because he's just kind of just level levels above really he mm. is he's just I, I, some you know we were on about it in the press box last night and talking to to Mike Taylor from from WM and he mentioned that I think he'd said on said on the radio that you know it almost reminds him of Merson at Walsall mm. you know just somebody who's obviously played at such a higher level and just coming in and you can just tell straight away you know obviously Lee Tomlin I mean he's been out he's been out of football you know for since last October and then he hadn't played since the previous October um so you know he's been a while since since he was playing but we had the chance to speak to him after Saturday and he seemed a really nice guy actually and talking about he didn't think he was going to get back in he thought that was (coughs) it and um you know, the only reason he did really was because of Michael Flynn. I know he did train at Wrexham and he actually trained at Northampton as well. But he said, you know, Flynn was the one and the 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 main, you know, well, the only factor really in enjoying Walsall. And that and that's the pull of 
of Flynn, mm-hmm. you know. So you're seeing, you know, the benefits of that. But um, and could that yeah. be the reason why someone like a Tomlin, who who might get offers, you know, further further up the the football league ladder, and maybe potentially a little bit more money? I mean, look, Lee Tomlin's been there; he's earned decent enough money, I'm sure, throughout his career. Yeah. Um, that that someone like Flynn and the pull of Flynn, and when you get someone who isn't just a rookie at this level, but someone who's been there, who's tried, who's trusted, who's respected, most importantly, and has got faith in a player and knows how to get the best out of a player, that um, that someone like Tomlin could go, well, no, actually, I'm quite happy here. You guys took the risk on me, or you know, small risk, I'm sure, as a free agent, but I'm I'm quite enjoying my football. So I, I tell you what, no, I, I'll reject A, B, and C. I'll, I'll stick with you because. I fancy this team. I quite, I quite enjoy playing. I, you know, I'm sure we'll see some starts in between now and the end of the season as he looks to build up his fitness. Yeah. And uh, and I'm, I, I quite want to be part of this next season. It's actually quite exciting if you know with the way that they finish the season. Hopefully, that that they could be, um, you know, part of a of a promotion push. And look, every, I'm sorry, I don't care what start where you're playing your football. You want to be part of a winning side and maybe a successful side rather than somewhere where you might be struggling. I don't know what sort of struggling, but. That all signs point to a potentially, fingers crossed, uh, you know, successful season next year, and you want to be part of that group. Yeah, I mean, on the face of it, when he when he signed, I thought, well, this is very much a short term thing. Either he does well and somebody else has him, or he doesn't quite do it, and then mm. he just kind of walks off into the sunset. But I guess the more you think about it, he's just had a just had another, um, I think, little baby girl. Mm. Um, he lives in Leicester. Yeah. Um, not far away. Not not far away. So I don't think he'll be wanting to venture off too far, to sure. be honest. It's not going to Hamilton Academicals, is he? No, exactly. You know, I don't think he's gonna go, you know, necessarily. Not major. going to Barrow, mate, is he? Not going no, to Barrow on a, no. on a Saturday. No. Not going past that past on and, kick onto the M six. And even whether he'd want to go, you know, kind of Cardiff way or Bristol way mm. or anything like that, I'm, I'm not too sure. I don't know. I, I, you'd like to think he's probably earned enough money in his career. I mean, I, I I can't speak to how how he's how he's been fight you know how he's handled his finances, but he you know he he would have he would have. Um, I, didn't, good... I didn't. I didn't see him in the casino on Saturday night, mate. If that's what you're asking for, when I was in London. Although I might have seen some some wondrous players in there. But anyway, move on. Um, now, I mean, I, you see, you know, he's earned good money at Cardiff. He would have earned good money at Borough yeah. and and at, um, and at Bristol City. Mm. You know, Peterborough would have been a decent wage before that even as well. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and at Walsall, he's not there for the money, as we <laughs> as we know. So, um, <laughs> no, it'd be, be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'd probably lean towards that he might not be here next mm. season. But mm. I think the more you think about it, I don't think it's impossible. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, Flynn's kind of got him back in. He did say, actually, as well, after the game on Saturday that, He's not played in League Two since he first made his senior debut for like Dagenham. No, it's Rushton and Diamonds. Yeah, and um, he's never scored in League Two. Okay, so, oh, I'm so sure that, he will do. So yeah, so that's something he wants to tick off, and I'm sure he will before the end of the season. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be a relaxed arrangement as well, Joe. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be. Look, yeah. look, come to the centre of the season. No pressure. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure Warsaw aren't putting any pressure. I'm sure they haven't even had any discussions with him about next season. It's like, well, look. Get yourself fit. Get yourself enjoying it. You know you're obviously best in this level, but but um, but you want to be playing football. We want to have you. We want to be part of the group. You know, look after. 
not to mention the youngsters and then the people in the training pitch, you know, and the, you know, Essington. I mean, that invaluable in itself. Seeing him, you know, just with the ball at his feet, I, I think is, yeah. is is fantastic. You know, this this is a guy who some of these players will be aspiring to play at the levels that that he has done. So, you know, even even a few little um, chinks of his wisdom and a, and a few chats there are, are absolutely invaluable for for a player like that to have to have around the training ground. And I'm, I'm sure it'll it'll come, you know, at the end of the season when. It should come in the end of the season when um, when they have to make that decision and they'll, they'll discuss it. But I'm sure they've got nothing set in stone and it's just let him, let him do his thing. I think he'd be quite relaxed. He'd be like, yeah. Lee, Lee, we're here. If it, we're, if you if you want to come here, yeah. you know, we're here if you need us. You know, we'll always be here. I think they'll be, you know, they'll know that Lee Tomlin, even if he doesn't really set the world alight between mm. now and the end of the season, I think he'll yeah. still have offers. Yes, agreed. You know, based on what he's done in his career and the ability that he has, even if it's just to play kind of a bit part role somewhere, you know, because you bring him on in a game and you think, you know, he only needs 10, 15 minutes. Which, is, you know, which, which could be great for next season. You know, he's yeah. not going to play every game of 48 games. They know that. But yeah. if you can play, you know, you know, two in every three or, or even one in every three and you're coming on and being that impact and being that dead ball, you know, um, you know, specialist as well when you when you're trying to chase a game or you're holding on to a game or you're trying to chase a goal and he can create something. That's what he can do. He creates something out of nothing. And I don't think there's many players in that Warsaw side who can create something out of nothing. And there's a lot of players, Joe, who are playing for their futures and playing for contracts, aren't they? Yeah. At the end of this season. And I know um Flynn said, like you said before, there's a big preseason for some of these guys, but they've got to sign them first. So yeah. they, they've got to, you know, they're, they're going to have to pull their socks up, and um, and I'm sure that he'll, he'll be starting to file at the back of his mind who he wants to be at here next season. I think in Tomlin's case, I mean, it might sound a bit silly, but I mean, if if they want more fans to come to the Banksies, yeah, and at home games, yeah, and obviously that's a big thing. If they get the chance to watch Lee Tomlin every week, yeah, even if yeah. you just pro- I know it sounds a bit silly, but if you prioritised informers for the home games, mm. no, 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 I know what you mean. Talk yeah. about getting bums off seats, yeah, like absolutely. You know, they've not had a player like that since probably Oz Tuma mm. a, a few years ago. Yeah, good you know, shout. Yeah, yeah. You know, Oz is probably one of the last ones, and then obviously years before that, you know, your Mersons and people mm-hmm. like that. But real kind of how people that you think. You know, almost worth the admission price alone, really. Yeah. So, yeah, if they could get in a situation where, because Lee Tomlin would never be a guy who would play Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, especially in this run that Walsall have had these last week with Gary, the, Gary Little the, as well, well being the last one. What's that? Gary Little as well. <laughs> well, he did. He did uh, set up Miller's goal on a Saturday for for Hartlepool. So, uh, <laughs> if you were saying that's the, best, that. that's the best thing he's ever done for Walsall. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, yeah, Tomlin. If you know, even if you just kind of prioritised him for the home games and said, right, come down to the Banksies, come and see this kind of you know this maestro in action, and yeah, um, yeah that could be something. But uh, yeah, I think it's a case of just enjoying him while he's here for now, not get, not getting too carried away and putting any too many irons in the fire. But I don't think it's impossible that he stays. I think he's got that enjoyment back, which is which is the main thing. He's he's got that passion reignited, and hopefully we'll also see the benefits from that. Shall we take some questions from the beautiful people? Let's take some questions from the beautiful people. The beautiful people. I did look. Um, sorry, a little uh, little rest because that was a, that was a, that was a wrestling um, theme, wasn't it? From Mally Manson. I think back in the Raw days. I think. I think it not... might have been SmackDown. Oh, was it SmackDown? Was it okay? I think it was SmackDown. 
I remember it on the SmackDown. Is it was it the Shut Your Mouth game? Yes, yes, very much on, so. On, on PS2. Yeah. We, di- we, we, di- we digress, but uh, <laughs> I, I must I must admit I am looking forward to a little bit of Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So mm, two nights spectacular. Title versus title. Ooh. May have even looked at a cheeky flight to Dallas potentially. Oh, yeah. So we'll so, so have I? No. Oh come on, mate, love it. Yeah. Hey, you haven't opened that birthday present for me yet, oh. mate. That tickets on the uh, on the on the old step. <laughs> right, here we go. Okay, uh, Jason Winnell says, Joe, in the short period of time that Flynn has been here, from your press conferences and interviews with him, what is your opinion are the main differences between him and Taylor, apart from the fake tan and a Welsh accent? <laughs> Obviously, something has quickly sunk in with the players. Yeah, I, I just don't think he really takes any shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you can swear on this podcast, mate. It's yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't. And, you know, he's got that... He's got that kind of aura that you think, oh, God, I can't be caught slacking with him. Yeah. Not that he's like this old school disciplinarian, mm. because he's not. But he's got that kind of aura about him, which you need. You know, you really need that. And, you know, he kind of said after Forest Green, I thought that quote really stuck out. He's like, right, they've set the benchmark now. I'll have all the data. I'll have all the stats. If they're falling behind you, I'll be asking them why. Yeah. And, it was just that town that he kind of said it in. It was like, oh, God, you know, yeah, we've played really well here, but oh, you know, if we if we run any less next week, then God, we you know, we we're going to be put putting in the yard yards in training, so to speak. So, yeah, I think that's you know, he, he, you get the sense of very much together. He, he, he you know, he'll have a laugh and a joke when needed. You know what I mean? He ain't just one of these guys that you know, it's kind of disciplinarian all the time and you know now smile now this now that not not by any means but um you know a bit of tough love at times and um i think that's i think that's what you need you know especially for for a side that has been at this level for three years now and just kind of you know frustration has built and you know i think he's the guy to try and you know you know he will not settle for mediocrity and um you know he will get them going i think so uh yeah, that's that, that's the biggest takeaway for me. Yeah, um, Hayden, happy birthday, big man! Says Hayden. Thank you very uh, much, Hayden. Cheers, after mate. a few games under Flynn, uh, what would you bring in in the summer, and uh, who who would he give contracts to? So, well, I'm not yeah. going to say you know. I mean, look, it's, it's a it's a plethora of uh, of players from from upper and lower leagues. So I won't go into that. It's maybe one for the end of the season. But who would you who are the ones you would look to to give contracts to or offer contracts in the season from the squad that you see at this moment in time, Joe? I mean, Osadib is turning things around. Mm. Had I said a few months ago, would you give him a new deal? I'm pretty sure he's out of contract in the summer. Yes. That's off the top of my head. I think he is, yeah. Had I said a few months ago, I would have said, uh, well, you know, he, he, he has his days, but, you know, he's probably one I'd let go. Now, if he's going to play like that between now and the end of the season, I think, yeah, he's definitely worth mm. keeping around. Mm. Um you know, Shade, somebody who's obviously on loan from Leicester, I think he's out of contract there next year. You know, this summer, sorry. So he'll be looking for a club in the summer. Again, like whether he'd be an out-and-out starter, I don't know. But, you know, if he, if he, I think he'd be worth a punt, you know, as long as his wages were right and, he, you know, they'd get him on a free transfer anyway. Yeah. So I think Shade might be worth a look. Um, in terms of the others, I've, I've, Miller, I mean, obviously, I think I've... You know, if he got offered the sign, chance to sign Miller permanently again, he's out of contract at Barnsley. As long as the as the money's right, I'd like another striker. I think as well. 
Um, you know, perhaps a bit more of a target man. Just some, you know, I know Rodney's perhaps that, but you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think what they what they would like to have, based on what he had at Newport, he had a chap called Matty Dowland at centre half who was mm-hmm. a midfielder and then was kind of became a, a defender and there was Demetrio, I think it's Jason Demetrio. Um, who was there as well? It was almost kind of another ball playing centre half. I think that would be an area that you'll potentially look at. I think you'll want somebody who's perhaps a bit more adept on the ball um, at the back in the in the summer. I, I, you know whether Donovan Daniels will be here. I'm not too sure to be honest. I think he'll probably be looking for a League One move if he can. Um, so yeah, I think a ball playing centre half and. A goalkeeper. I think there'll be a couple of questions coming up on Carl, but obviously they'll have to be in the market for a keeper as well. Yeah, that's uh, straight on to the next question then. Perfectly. David Sadler, given the general form and confidence of Carl Rushworth in goal, don't you think it is now time to give the shirt back to Jack Rose? He's been very patient and he is our player after all. Rushworth looked excellent at the start of the season, but in recent months has been nervous. Yeah, it's a good point. I'd be... Just for Carl's sake, because he has been a fantastic servant for Walsall this season, and he has, yes, had a sticky patch. I won't, I'd be wary of dropping him just because I wouldn't want to like kill his confidence, you know, because he has been brilliant for 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 large spells of the season. He's been a touch iffy as of late. He's not been kind of catastrophic by any means, but obviously that was a bad error uh, at Northampton. But he has still been making saves. Yes, he's not Walsall's player, and obviously Jack has had to be patient. And Jack's never really done anything wrong when he's played. He's looked solid. But I just think Rushworth, for how outstanding he was in those early months, and how consistent generally he's been over the season. I mean, some of the saves he's made have been otherworldly, to be honest. I I would see him out till the end of the season. I would. I, I just I think he's he's earned that right, really. Um, I, I do get the fact that he's not Warsaw's player, and he will be off at the end of the season. And he will because he, he will go on to, you know, to, to great things. I think in his career, he's got got really good potential. Um, but he's served Warsaw pretty admirably. You know, he is a lone player, but he's not played like he's been a lone player. He's really bought into what Warsaw have done, and you now really committed, and you know, not kind of any shirked any performances. You know, he's always looked kind of on his game. Um, in terms of ethic and you know work ethic and stuff like that, yes, he's made a few mistakes, but that's part and parcel of being a goalkeeper, especially a young one. So no, I would see out till the end of the season. I can see that point I, I, completely. But if it was me, I think um, given everything that he's done and some of the performances he's putting for Walsall, I think he's earned that right to to mm-hmm. see out the season. To be fair, okay. Shall we rattle through some? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Quick answer. Stuart B. Happy birthday, Joe. Thank how you. Many, how many points do we need for safety, and what positions will Flynn look to improve by way of signings next season, if and when we stay up? Well, they're on thirty-nine. I think fifty, and then you're safe, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what, that's that's what. So you're saying what eleven from 11, the last eleven from their last twelve? Yeah. Yeah, and I think they'll get that. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got seven from their last twelve. So mm-hmm. seven from their last four. Sorry. So seven from their last four games. Yeah. So. No, I think they'll get that comfortably, but I think fifty. I think that you know they talk about forty points, didn't they, in higher divisions? But you know, in this twenty-four team league too, I think fifty is the mark, isn't mm-hmm. it? So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that'll do it. 
Uh, Keith Thomas. Lee Tomlin is a fantastic player. He's played most of his football in the Championship. He's got great football brain, but I wonder, is he too good for League 2 players who won't read his clever back heels passes into space? Fantastic to watch, but is he, is he a luxury we need? Uh, well, as long as they can get on the same wavelength, I mean, he could be fantastic. And, and, and it doesn't necessarily need players to be on his same wavelength at times, mm. to be honest. You know, I think he can take a, fr- take a set piece. You know, he can take a free kick. He can, you know, if you give him the ball, if he finds himself with the ball on the edge of the box, then he can cover it with the magic himself. So hopefully that will come over time. But I think even regardless of whether they're quite on his wave le- wavelength or not, he will still come up with moments of magic himself. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we see a few of those between uh, now and the end of the season. Question from Jathan Nuder. Jathan Nuda. Jathan Nuda made an appearance. Yeah, he's, uh, he's filtered into the into, into the Warsaw into the Scott Beat podcast. Incredible, <laughs> and he goes in his in his um, he goes he writes uh, Alfie Bates question mark question mark and in yeah. in, in, a, in a WWE um, um, saying goes what's up with that <laughs> for those people who uh, like the hurricane. Yeah, a um, bit of a strange one from nowhere. A li- yeah, a little bit. No, yeah, li- yeah, from nowhere. Yeah. Um, I think he took everybody by surprise, really. Um, off to Finland. Um, SJK. Permanent. Um, permanent. Um, I think from his point of view, um, 20 years old, you know, um, you know he's, he's been starved of game time. Mm. It's a chance to kind of learn and maybe find a bit about himself off the pitch as well. You know, yeah. where, where, you know, not just kind of get games, but it'll be a learning experience, a maturing experience. There's a couple of English lads there, uh, Jake Jervis, who was at Blues, and mm. he's from Wolverhampton. Uh, he's there. They've got a Welsh technical director. I think they've got a couple of Northern Irish lads there as well. So he's not just kind of stepping completely into the unknown where nobody speaks the language. Yeah. I know it's a bit of a stereotype, but Scandinavians tend to speak decent English as well. Um, is Finland Scandinavia? I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's a point of contention, isn't it? But it's kind of in that region. Oh, come on. It's all the same Denmark, Sweden, yeah. Finland. So, on, so, yeah, they, you know, there'll be plenty of English speakers there. Um, but, you know, it's a different climate, different kind of play, pace of play, different league. Well, you've uh, sat down there with Flynn then. Do you think they would have had it out and gone, look, uh, do you see me as a as someone in the in the next couple of seasons who can really push through and be a mainstay and, and before he's been let go there? Yeah, maybe. I think he might have, you know, he obviously didn't get much of a show at all under Matt Taylor and he probably would have said, you know, from his point of view, Flynn coming in, look, look, am I going to get much of a chance? And he might have said, well, I'm, I'm not too sure. All right, then. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll go and see what's happening somewhere else. And we'll I think fair it. play, mate. Yeah. Exciting for him to go. You need a fresh yeah. start. You need to not reinvent yourself. But uh, and I'm sure he'll be looking to come back into the division or into maybe even a, uh, you know, a higher league at some point. But you've got, to, you've got to play games. And he just wants to play you know, a 40-game season, I'm sure. Well, that's it. He, that was only the only option, really, for him at this point. You know, mm. had he become a free agent, I think you, they've got to be a free. You know, they can't be deregistered after the window, and then you know, so if somebody's released in February, you can't sign them. They have to be released by the thirty first of January. You know what I mean? So you can't. He couldn't have joined another English club. Um, got you. You know, had he, he would either just kind of been sat in his hands at Walsall for the rest of the season, or he would have been, he would have been a free agent and not been able to do anything till the summer anyway. Yeah. So that was the really only option I guess 
So um, now he, he, goes, he goes to Finland. He gets a chance to play some football. Hopefully, learn a bit about himself on and off the pitch and be better for the experience. We'll be keeping an eye on uh, how he does. Yeah, definitely. Um, Nathan Rowe says, "Happy birthday for tomorrow, Joe." Uh, Cheers, question: mate. Um, What if any are the noticeable differences between the team now and the team that lost seven? He thinks on the bounce. In your opinion, they just got a bit more character. I think that Northampton game last night they would have lost that. They'd, okay. have, they'd have lost that, um, especially in that run. You know, mm. when whenever they went a goal down in that run, it was just like right Heads that, down, game over. Right, that's it, game over. Start the go, car. Goal, goal down, start the car. Yeah, mm. we're, we're, we're off. You know, they they'd, they'd concede a goal and then mentally they'd check out. Yeah, it, it'd be like, oh, for God's sake, that's it, another loss. Um, but last night they they responded in the second half. And could have even won it. Uh, they, they were the, by far the better team in the second half. I've you know a kind of classic game of two halves, but um, yeah, I think that's it. That's that's the character really. You know, they're conceding. They're conceding now, but it's not like oh, they're resigned to that fate almost. You know, so um, yeah, I think that's that. Yeah, bit of character and bit of bit of bit character, of, bit of grit, bit of grit, bit of spirit. Uh, Stuart Brooks says, um, "Lucky day for Joe Edwards, star." Um, you shared that with me, forty-two, and also oh, the stepdaughter who turns eighteen tomorrow. Oh, there you go, unbelievable brilliant. trifecta. Yeah. All the um, best. He says, "On that note, what's your ideal birthday cake made of?" Good question. Uh, I do like just like a classic Victoria sponge. We just like, yeah. Nice, oh no, 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 nice bit of icing, nice bit of jam in the middle. But in in, in terms of a, it's got to be enough pop- jam though, mate, because you, you, yeah. you can make a dry Victoria sponge. Oh no, mate, we don't want a dry like one. You want it moist. Mm. Oh yeah, you always moist. <laughs> um, but I do, I do love chocolate. Oh I do, yeah, I do love a chocolate. Now you're cake. talking. Now Pop, you're talking. You know, chocolate, chocolate ganache. And, yeah. yeah, lots of layers of thick mm. chocolate, wet, delicious. Yeah. Oh mate, I'm all, I'm all over that. I, mm. I am partial to um, I think one of my favourite chocolates of all time. Uh, Maltesers, great, great chocolate. I mean, yeah. you, you bypass them, I think, but but you can't go wrong with it. So I do like a Malteser cake, and then you've got all yeah. the layers of like almost salted caramel chocolate in the middle, like five mm. or six when you buy it through. Oh, that and a, that a good chocolate birthday cake and a big cup of coffee. Nothing, nothing Ooh, better for me. Oh yeah. Or a good you know, cup of cup of tea. Sat down and, and you know massive wedge. None of the none of these none of these crappy little wedges. You want no, a proper no, doorstop no. in there, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, like a proper, yeah, like a proper thick, thick, you know, juicy, a, a slab of cake. Not slab, not, slab not is exactly cake, the right just word. Like a slab of cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you, will you get candles today, mate? This afternoon, this evening, a candles and a little cake, a little Maybe. caterpillar cake for you. <laughs> we, uh, my mum's cooking for us, so ah, okay. Maybe, maybe my mum's got a cake. I don't, mm. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Mm. Mm. Have you been? Have you been some happy birthday yet? Or was that the first one to this morning? Um, for the podcast, that might I think South might have kind of sang it and Jen's it early, early in the morning, mate. You're like, oh, what? yeah, yeah, I was kind of still half asleep, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she did. She at least said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. That's a win. <laughs> Walsall home and away says if Pomlet backs Flynn fully, surely we are going to be competitive next season, finishing the top seven with a couple going out in the summer and a couple coming in, finishing these twelve games. We'll take the momentum into the next summer. Um, can we be optimistic and enjoy the football next season, he says. I hope so. I mean, Flynn 
hasn't come here to be one of the League Two teams. He, you know, he, he said it himself in his unveiling. They're they're, they're looking to go up next season. Mm. So um, hopefully that that comes to fruition. He's, you know, he he got close twice with Newport, got to the playoff final, just fell short. Hopefully, third time's a charming Walsall. That that that's the aim. You know, it, it's not just kind of case. Oh, come here, see how it goes, and yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, you know, they they're going for promotion, so hopefully he has the tools to uh, to execute that. Yeah, I mean, look, it's early days, but you do feel like something's now corrected Bre- at Warsaw. Brewing, I feel. Something, something brewing. You do, you do. Yeah, you just... a, a, a little bit. I'm still, a, I am a bit of a cynic at heart, so I am still a bit wary considering what we've seen this season. But I do feel a lot more optimistic about mm. you know the mm. team and their prospects now. No, I, I agree. Um, Again, one from Jathan. Um, he says, he says, um, if Michael Flynn does incredibly well between yeah. now and the end of the season, and they finish like, like you know, not in the playoffs, but you know, they finish comfortably mid-table, maybe even to bottom of the top half, you know, yeah. something crazy like that. Could is there a, is there a danger that a bigger club could come in for him? And you know, offer a big compensation package, and and that Flynn may be one who could be targeted. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean nothing is um, impossible in football, as as we know. And um, you know, I guess, but I, I, I wouldn't be worrying about that. No. I, I wouldn't. Um, you know, you can't ever rule anything out. But I, I, I think that's more kind of. Hypothetical than a than a proper you know possibility really. Yeah, shut up, shut up, Jason. Um, <laughs> Keith uh, Keith asked the same question about Rushworth and Jack Rose given a chance. He kind of answered that. So does Hemo, Stephen, and Nigel offer you birthday wishes, Joe. Thank you very much. Um, Josh says, how many more yellow cards do you think Laverty will get before the end of the season? Well, I think he got one last night, so I don't know if that's eleven or twelve. Oh now. God, wow. Um, I think at the going right, he's going to be pushing 15, isn't he? That's, that's a decent effort, that. That's got to be up there with some sort of record. That might, that might be his career best. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he's probably going to be pushing towards 15 if he doesn't get there. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got 12 games left. Mm. You'd imagine you'll get a few bookings in those. So, yeah, 14, 15. Vital Warsaw says, uh, Mark said, wishing happy birthday, so does Sam, so does John. Uh, Vital Warsaw says, have you tried Mandy, Mandy the Chef rice pudding? Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen this knife, but there, no. every, everybody was, was on about it. So Michael Flynn saying, you know, Mandy, Mandy the Chef is fantastic. And then ev- or, a lot of former Warsaw players were like chiming in about all the food that Mandy cooks at the training ground. She's like the oh, cook at the training rice. ground. So like on about her rice pudding and her oh, chili. Mate. Rice chili pudding. con carne, lasagna, and all this oh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love a bit of rice pudding, man. You like rice pudding? Proper rice oh, pudding. No, I'm not. I'm oh not, man, no. no. It, it just, it just, it's just how it looks. But but if you get it, do it properly with all the vanilla pods in there, yeah. you know, and you're nice and creamy. It's oh quite, mate, it's fantastic. It's quite old school, isn't it? Right, right very pudding. old school. Very my, gra- old school. my granddad used to have rice pudding. Actually, yeah. my, gra- my granddad used to eat it cold out the can. Oh yeah, no mate, absolutely. A bit of ambrosia, you know, yeah, yeah. out the can, mate. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, if you get someone making it fresh and and, and good, yeah, it just doesn't look the most appetising of things. But oh mate, honestly. Yeah, we used yeah. to get it at Middlesbrough. They used to do rice pudding on a Friday, and oh, it was a used to be a treat and a half in the old in the old players' canteen. I, I used to dine out on it, mate. Unbelievable. 
No, we, I mean, we haven't been to the training ground since post-COVID. I mean, oh, no, the, all, no. all, all the... Um, all the presses are still on Zoom. The, the 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 pre-matches, we get to speak to him in person at, at matches. Will that be changing um, soon, Jack? I don't think so. I think I think a lot of clubs now have just kind of got used right. to this way of working. And and we had post-match with Brucey um, on Monday night. I'll be in for the first time in in person, which I'm sure he was delighted about timing yeah. that one after, yeah. after <laughs> demolition by. By Swansea, but oh, that's a shame. I thought maybe, maybe with with rules starting to be relaxed, that maybe you might get to a, a couple of presses. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think the training ground is still considered like a, a bubble or mm. something like that. So mm. yeah, no. Okay. So, so now rice pudding, unfortunately. No rice pudding, unfortunately. Maybe that's one that maybe we'll have to um, report on and maybe do a piece to camera next year, trying the rice pudding yeah, and, uh, yes. and going through the different. I think that's. <laughs> That's very um, important to newsworthy integrity situation. It is, right? yes, it is, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. What I, I am going to try and do, you, know, you can always ask the question. I think we've got to try and get, let's say let's say things go according to plan between now and the end of the season, Joe. We've got to try and get Flinny on the podcast, don't we? Maybe yeah. in the summer. Yeah, hey? that'd, be, that'd be nice. I mean, Flinny has got... Um, a sports journalism degree, so that makes well. One of there us. you go. He's going to say he's more, he's, he's, he's better, better trained than me and you put together, mate. <laughs> so um, no, I, 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 you know, he's, 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 you know, he knows what it's about. So yeah, you know, if, if yeah, if we could get Michael on, that'd be that'd be brilliant. But um, yeah, he's, he's already done the EFL podcast, so if he's mm. done that, he's, he's going to have, he's got to make the step up. To be fair to him, to the, to, to the best got beat. <laughs> F- That's it. F- F- FYI, there's two of us who've got a sports journalism degree. Don't let's not, let's not beat about the bush, okay? Okay, and a masters. Well, it's, um, it's, just, it's just made it, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Barrows, Barrows, Saturday. Uh, look here, then. Like I said, first of all, most important thing for you, Joe. You've got a three-hour journey. You've got to have at least for me one service station stop on the way there and the way at back. At least one. At least it, one, it, maybe even two. It, it could even be a two two stop job, yeah. What are, what are you, and, and the most important question here, when, you, when you're looking at the signposts for the service stations, what are the main things that are thinking, okay, no, I'm going to carry on? Because there's always that, you always have that, oh, do I go in here? No, I'm going to wait. Is yeah. it, is it, do you need to see a mileage marker for the next one? Or is it, are, are you, are you, are you, is it, does it depend on like, is it a Costa or a Starbucks one? Is it a Mackey's or a KFC? What are your, is, is there a Leon thrown in there? What are you, okay, I'm definitely stopping or no, I'm definitely carry on. What, what, what goes through your head? If it's just like one of them ones that has just got like a Greg's and a Burger King, like mm. I'm not like desperate to stop there. No, like, no. It, like if I see KFC on and a Costa there, coffee machine in a W H Smith. Yeah, if I see like a proper Costa and a proper like KFC mm. or whatever, then I'm a bit more inclined. Or or a Mackey's. Um, I did have a Leon on the way to oh. somewhere. Do you like it? No, it was, no, it's all right. Yeah, it's what fine. did you have? What did you have? It's like a char grilled chicken burger with the crisscross oh, okay. chips. Okay, okay, because yeah. you went for the most unhealthy thing uh, for, for the healthy thing, but I like it. No, it's I'm, impressive. I'm not going to have a bloody bloody rice box. I'm the I'm, I'm the idiot guy who's having a chicken chicken satay salad sat no, driving I'm with not, my fork I'm not going down that. the M6. No, you got to have a burger Don't do that, in one end, and you're drinking the other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, um, so yeah. That if I don't need to go to the toilet, mate, I tell you what's a, what, what, what sometimes is a factor for me. Don't mind a little drive-through if you're just in and out. If it says drive-through, mm. I can just get in, I don't have to park, I can just stay in my car. 
I usually need a wee. Well, I do normally, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if for some reason you don't, then 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 and you can you can keep through because they've started doing some decent things now, some decent healthy stuff. So you can you still get maybe like a grenade bar at the uh, at the Costa or actually Eat Natural have started doing Costa Coffee um special speciality bars now. Uh, protein bars made for them and delicious. The chocolate one's delicious. So um, yeah, the drive through is normally my thing, mate. But uh, but yeah, you want. And, and if you if you somehow go into like a a Beaconsfield or an Oxford and you've got everything there, and a massive food court, then happy days. Weatherby might be the one. No, no, I don't. I think it'd be on that road. I don't think you. Yeah, I don't think you are Weatherby, oh, mate. No, I think you're left God's on side, mate. Sake. Oh, what's going on? Bloody M6 rubbish. Oh, I know. It'd probably I know. be Nutsford on the way then. That's usually like about an hour down the road. So Maybe you can update us, mate, in the next podcast on all Maybe, the service yep, stations. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'm actually want to do a segment in the next, in, in between now and then the season of your top five overnight stays from a hotel chain point of view for a journalist. Get your thinking cap on, mate. Get your God. thinking cap on. That's yeah. one to look forward to. Everyone's okay. riveted to this. Like, oh, look at this content. No wonder they're not award-winning. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, right, finally. Um, um, so, um, from changes from the other night, I mean, I wouldn't have thought Tomlin's ready for a start yet. No. But but um, from a rotation point of view, can you see Flynn sticking with a, a similar team? Well, they're, they're stuck with the same team, exactly the same squad. I mm. mean, no changes at all. Same starting 11, same bench uh, from Hartlepool going into Northampton. Whether it could be one game too far for a few of them, because it has been Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday for a few mm. weeks. They mm. do have a free week, though, after Barrow. Um, so maybe it'll go the same again and think, right, you know, this is the last game. Give it, give it all in in this, and then you've got, yeah. you know, you've kind of got a free week. So, and you've got someone like Tomlin and two others who you can you can maybe make maybe uh, maybe an early introduction, maybe not yeah. fifteen, maybe half an hour, maybe get get you know get two of them off at sixty potentially if they're showing signs of a bit of fatigue, and and, and that's fine. Well, they're building up Devante Rodney gradually, and he mm-hmm. got probably about twenty five at Northampton, so they could, you know, if it's not quite going to plan early on in the second half, you know, I think they could bring on Rodney for one of the front lads um, you know there's obviously many SAUs on the bench at the minute who could come on at centre half potentially so I think they'll stick with the same 11 but um, just knowing that yeah they, I think they've, I think they've only made two changes in off sub, subs mm. in the last couple of games he only made two at Northampton but I think it could be a Barrow one where they use all three and use all of them you know with a, with a decent amount of the time time to go because yeah, I think it's only only reasonable that after this run of games, a few might just be flagging a touch. Barrow one, Walsall two, is Nathan Judas' prediction. Can we have one from Mister Joe Edwards? I'm going to go two 0 Walsall. I, oh. I think yeah, I, I, Barrow lost at Bristol Rovers last time out uh, last night. The other man sent off as well. Uh, Barrow haven't scored in their last three. Um, so they're not, you know, they're struggling for goals, and I think they've only scored, you know, I don't think they've scored more than one goal in a game since mm. since the fifteenth of January. Wow. So yeah, so they they're not they're not really scoring any goals, and Walsall Touchwood aren't looking too bad at the back now, although they are making still a couple of silly, silly errors. But um, 
yeah, I think Turner Warsaw, maybe another one for Wilkinson. Maybe one for either Tomlin or Rodney. That would be nice. Oh, I love it, mate. Love it. Well, well, happy birthday, pal. Thanks for coming on after after a late night and an early morning. We all appreciate it. I'm sure. Thank you. I'm sure the peeps, please reply. Please share the podcast. Get it across. We we're growing by the week or by the fortnight. Yeah. Uh, so so thank you very much for that. And um, and Joe, if you get a nice little. Um, like a nice little cardigan or a nice little jumper, then make sure to wear it on Saturday, mate. You can show it off to the public. Oh, I will. Oh, have a good one, mate. Enjoy that Victoria sponge. For me, from Joe, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.